Hey, what's going on, you guys? Got a fun and exciting episode of the CamCast for you here. I was able to bring one of my best friends, Kyle Jones, uh, onto the podcast. You know, me and Kyle, we talk angels basically all the time. When we live together, we talked about the angels. Really excited to finally be able to get him on the podcast. He was really excited to uh, to get a microphone and get on with me. Um, and, uh, you know, it was just a lot of fun talking angels, talking angels 2021 season, the, the off season, expectations for the 2022 season. Um, just had a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sure you guys are going to really like it. Uh, this is going to be kind of a recurring uh, uh, conversation piece on the podcast. Kyle's going to be my Angels guy moving forward. Whenever I want to do an Angels talk, I'll make sure to get him included on it because uh, he seems to like, you know, love this team as much as I do, and he knows a lot about it, so it's a lot of fun for me. Um, but, uh, you know, without further ado, uh, uh, actually, no, not without further ado. Before I get into it, please make sure you're following, subscribing, liking the podcast channel on Instagram, that's at cam.cast, and of course, uh, you know, on YouTube, CamCast, um, you know, just having a lot of fun doing this stuff. Sorry it's been a couple weeks, uh, life's been getting kind of busy, so, you know, it's good to finally create some time and, and make this podcast episode. But, uh, you know, just uh, with, now, without further ado, uh, here's the podcast. Thanks, guys. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's another episode of CamCast here. Finally, an Angels Talk episode. We're not just looking at my ugly face the entire time. Now, there are two ugly faces here. It's me and my good buddy, Kyle Jones, uh, who I've known for, God, how long have I known you for, Kyle? Since like seventh grade, eighth grade? Back when you uh, used to too long, my yellow too long, shoes? But... Too long? Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> no, not, not, right, long starting enough, this, not long we're starting this. We're starting this real, real positive, aren't we? That's great. Yep. <laughs> you got to bash the host every once in a while. But now I figured I had to have one of my best friends on the podcast with me talking about probably our favorite team. Um, definitely mine now that I'm not as big of a fan of the Lakers anymore, but the Angels are like, you know, it's like it's fun talking baseball. And it's more fun talking baseball with, you know, your buddies that actually know what they're talking about. So, Kyle, thanks for thanks for coming aboard, man. I'm finally glad we're able to make this happen. Yep. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to finally talk about our you know, favorite mediocre baseball team. It's going to be awesome. Oh, dude, the mediocrity is in full effect. Let me tell you, if we have us two schlubs talking about baseball, that's pretty much all you need to know right there in terms of the mediocrity that's being faced with the team. Um, so, so to kind of kick it off on more of a positive note, let's kind of talk about this 2021 season. Like, I don't want to start shitting on the team, like, right off the bat, even though it has been a rough, what, seven years or so since we made the playoffs last 2014. But, like, what were some of, like, the highlights in this season for you? Like, what are some of the things that kind of stand out in terms of when you look back on the season, like, like, oh, that was really cool. So your thoughts on that? So obviously Otani, just, you know, right off the bat, uh, yeah. obviously a breakthrough season for him, uh, arguably best player in the MLB now. So I mean, yeah. don't forget about Mike Trout, but what Otani did was just unprecedented. So absurd. Um, yeah. And then, of course, um, you know, with injuries and whatnot, some of the young guys that came up towards the end of the season, there was a lot to like about that. Yeah. Some things, some things to dislike, but I think it was definitely a net positive for sure. So who were some uh, of the young guys? That, sorry. So who were some of the young guys that came up that you really liked? Like I have a couple names in mind for myself, but they're like, what were some of the ones that you really liked in terms of not, we'll, we'll do position players first and then we'll talk about the pitchers. So do position players. Okay. Well, first and foremost, Jared Walsh, he finally got like a starting gig. Um, you know, thanks to Albert Pools leaving. That was God. amazing. Best thing for the angels in a while, to be honest. How long have um, I been talking about Walsh, dude? A couple of years? Yeah, a couple of years. I mean, dude. like, it's been long overdue, to be honest. First but. season, he's an all-star. Unbelievable. 
Yep. With Pujols exactly. been plugging up that first base hole for so long, like we haven't had anybody. We had all these first base prospects that could have been playing there. And because of Albert Pujols' tired ass, been playing at first base, <laughs> I haven't had anybody be able to fill that hole. And Jer- dude, Jerry Walsh, he's got those pimp bat flips. He's fucking fun to watch. He is. He really is. Um, yeah. So I like him, obviously. Uh, uh, Joe Adele. Um, I mean, I was kind of iffy about him, to be honest, uh, for a little bit. But I think towards the end of the season, he really showed like why he was the Angels' top prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's starting to get maybe comfortable, um, build some confidence. And I think that's great because obviously he's, you know, a multi-tool player and, you know, that's what the Angels need. So um, Brandon Marsh, I like what he did. Uh, Jose Rojas, I like some of the things he did as well. Um, he hits so a lot of doubles, surprisingly, Jose Rojas does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, he has does. A, he um, has like a, he had 14 doubles. He only had like 30 hits. I know. <laughs> but yeah. I mean that's good. So yeah, I mean, it, it shows that you don't just hit you know little singles. Um, you can get in scoring position right away. So he's got he's got pop yeah. on his bat, and he's from Orange, so he's like a hometown yep. kid. You know, he went to yep. uh, Vanguard, I think. I think he went to Vanguard University so. in Costa Mesa. I pulled that one out of my ass. I think that uh, checks out. Yeah, I think it checks out. So yeah, the young players. Um, I think definitely a net positive um i mean the fielding like at the beginning joe adele you know the fielding was a little iffy for sure he had that, that was last year though side. right that was last year yeah and then this yeah. year i think he he definitely like solidified some of his fielding um oh I dude think. he had a couple great outfield assists too like he threw one guy out at third he threw one out at second yeah. i believe he, he looked like a completely different player after his time in the minors you know, early in the season. I think it was earlier this season when he was there for like a month and a half in AAA, and he already hit like 20 home runs. It's crazy. Yeah. He was striking out a third of his at-bats, but he was still hit like 20 home runs and like, you know, 60 at-bats. Insane. But yeah, Marsh also really, really talented. He hit like, what do you hit? I think he was hitting close to like 250, you know, in his first time ever being in Major League Baseball action. That's really good. That's really awesome. solid for sure. I mean, it's better than Cody Bellinger, who was hitting a cool 160 throughout the regular season. So, I mean, there's that. Yeah. You know, there's gotta, that. Yep. Got to throw out my Dodger shade because now that because they can't win a, a regular six, you know, 162 game uh, World Series. You know, they had to do it in 60 games. So, got to remember, remind all my Dodger fans out there that their World Series is illegitimate. Yep. Angels were <laughs> the last one of the two to win during a 162 game season. So, not you heard it here first on the Camcast. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. No, no, I I completely agree with you. Like all those young guys, they, they really, they showed that they're deserving of some time. And I really do think that's like the most positive thing that came out of this season is I think it was like every single week at a certain point, all we were getting like a new person making their MLB debut. Like Reed Detmers made his MLB debut. I was there for uh, Chris Rodriguez's MLB debut in, uh, in April when he was in the bullpen and they sent him back down to AAA. So that way he would get time as a starter and they brought him back up and he was pretty solid as a starter. You know, Patrick yep. Sandoval was really good this season. Uh, Jose Suarez had some really good moments this season. Like, our our young guys were really good. It's, it's funny. As soon as the Angels traded away fucking Andrew Heaney, we started pitching way better. Like, yeah, I mean, that guy just got exposed, didn't he? I mean, I mean he, he was, was like, so bad. Because he was on the Angels so long, it's like he just – nobody knew that he was that bad, you know, because he yeah. just kind of fit in with the Angels' bad pitching. Yeah, but like as soon as he got traded to the Yankees, he just got exposed, and he got I think exposed. I think it's hilarious. I, I, it, it kind of makes me wonder, like, if we would have gotten rid of him earlier because we were kind of holding on to him, like, would we mm-hmm. have maybe seen, you know, something better early on? You know, it's it's possible that when you have somebody in there that's basically he was like the elder statesman of our pitching staff because he'd been there for four or five years and he's only thirty years old. 
But when you see somebody maybe not putting in the time, that kind of rubs off on the rest of the pitching staff. I wonder if that's what the case was with him. And I don't know what the Yankees were thinking trading for him. We got like two pretty decent prospects. And I think Jason, uh, Jansen Junk and Elvis and Puerto or somewhere, whatever his name is. Yep. But I don't know what they were thinking. I have no idea. I don't know either. Because to be honest, Jansen Junk, I think, is already a better pitcher than Andrew Haney. So I know. We'll see how that I, plays out, though. We'll see how it plays out. There's a lot of like good young. And then, like, of course, I think another positive for the season was the, the draft back in May or June, whatever it was 20 rounds, 20 pitchers, 20. Yep. And most of them, you know, more than 75% of them are four-year starters, meaning that they're almost four-year college starters, meaning that they're almost ready to come on in and start. Because, yep. you know, those, those if, if you're drafting pitchers in high school, there's no way you're going to know if they're going to be able to pan out. But if you're drafting them in college and they played like four years, typically you can kind of see, you know, that they're going to do something. And if they drafted 20 of them, if half of them work, we're fine. We don't yep. need all I of mean, them to work. We just need a few to hit, right? I mean, yeah. just dropped a bunch of them, you know, good players. And obviously, most of them aren't going to pan out. That's just how it works. Oh, yeah. It's, it's but, baseball. You know, at least if a few of them pan out, that's great. I mean, that's what the Angels need. So, um, yeah. I think that's that's the impact of Perry Manassi. And, like, right off the bat, I think he's, he's being serious about what the Angels need. And that's mm-hmm. pitching, for sure. He's he's definitely not fucking around like at all. Like no, we, how many GMs ball. have we had the last like three years? We had Jerry Depoto and we had the other guy and the other slime ball and they all sucked, right? They all sucked. They all sucked. I think what was going on was that you, I mean you could put your thoughts into this too. I think that they were just listening to Arnie Moreno and not trying to combat him as what the Angels really need. Because let's just face it, Arnie Moreno is one of the worst owners in sports. He's just not yes. good. He's just a horrible owner. You have Mike Trout. You've had all this talent, and you can't surround him with pitching. It's the same song and dance every single year as Angels fans. Like, oh, we signed Anthony Rendon. That's cool. Can he pitch? You know, it's like <laughs> the same thing over and over again. Like when we signed uh, – uh, there was somebody else we signed a couple of years ago. It's like, oh, nice. But can he pitch? Like, you know, it's just yeah. – it's. but now we have a GM who's like, okay, I realize that I have two – maybe the two best players in baseball on the same team. Mm-hmm. I need to get pitching. You know, it's crazy. That's all they need. I mean, offensively, I think they're good. They're decent. So, like, honestly, all they really need is just solid pitching. You know, just a few, uh, a few arms here and there, and I think they'll be yep. set. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. All right. So let's get into some of the negatives of the season. I don't think there's a ton of negatives. I think there's some glaring negatives. Um, I'll give one of my negatives. I think negative is just the injuries. Um, yeah. You know, you basically you wasted a season of Mike Trout. You wasted a season of Anthony Rendon during a season in which Shohei Otani had maybe one of the greatest, if not the greatest season of all time. Yeah. You know, it's I feel like it was a wasted year in a year where we, you know, our record wasn't horrible considering we were missing, you know, two of our three best players and we didn't really have a pitching staff. You know, we were 77 and 85, just two games behind the Padres, who were supposed to be the best team in the National League. I just think that part is interesting. But in terms yeah. of, like, negatives, for me, it's, it's the injuries. Do you agree or do you have another one? Yeah, definitely the injuries, um, for sure. Like the Rendon thing, you know, when he wasn't injured, definitely disappointing at, uh, at the plate. But mm-hmm. um, another thing, too, is the fielding, which was a little odd. It was I thought- bad. I thought Jose Iglesias would uh, oh improve the fielding, and for whatever reason, he didn't. He actually had 17 errors on the season, so he, he I think that's bad. why they ultimately released him. But, um, yeah, and I don't know why the fielding was just weirdly bad this year. Maybe it was just kind of random, but um, hopefully that gets better uh, next season. I think it will. Man, I, I think I told you, like, 
when they released Iglesias, I was cool with it. There was a play. Yeah. I didn't watch many games this season, obviously. Like, I tried to. Whenever Shohei pitched, I would watch. But there was a game where Jose Iglesias had a ground ball hit to him right at short, and he, like, didn't take any effort to throw it home and sailed it like right yeah. over the catcher. I was like, what the hell? And I think he got released, like, three weeks later. I was like, okay, I yeah. understand. Yeah, he was, he I was don't know asked. why he had a bad season um, fielding, but he just – He's a good he's hitter. Supposed, he's a great – He's, he's a great good. Yeah, he's a great, uh, you know, contact hitter. But, man, defensively, he just – we went from Simba to this guy, this clown. You know, yeah, Simba's I know. one and of the he... greatest defensive <laughs> shortstops ever. It makes you appreciate Simba a little bit more, doesn't it? Oh, I know. Dude, Simba was a great, you know. I know. Well, that, that and you realize just how amazing Fletcher is playing basically three oh, positions yeah, flawlessly. Yep. That's another positive of the season is just Fletcher just continues to be just a force in hitting. Yep. Just hits. I know. I know. And that's exactly what they need. Just balance, balance lineup. Um, I think their lineup's good, to be honest, especially yeah. if they can sign some of the arbitration players. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, definitely Fletcher. I love him. He, he's been great ever since he came up. So yeah. Oh, all right. So now we need to take a couple minutes to completely drool over uh, Shohei Otani because we've seen a season that we've never seen before. This guy was like, I did. I did. His stat lines are just they're baffling. So we'll just go as a pitcher first. I'll just read it right off of uh, Baseball Reference here. He, he was nine and two. What the fuck? Go away. Go away. Why? Why is everything messing up on my thing? Oh my god. Oh my god. Hold on. Okay. He was nine and two, with a three point one eight ERA and twenty three starts. He had one hundred and fifty six strikeouts, and only forty four walks, and he only allowed ninety eight hits. That's crazy. Since that's insane. Like for and he, and, yeah, he had a sub three ERA up until like the very end too, which yep. is really yep. good. So yep. I don't know how this guy, like, that's great numbers for, like, someone who's just a pitcher, right? If, like, somebody was, like, just a pitcher and they had, like, you know, 9 to 12 wins with a 3-2 ERA, it's like, wow, that's a great season. He also hits the ball at, like, an yeah. astounding clip. So his, his, his averages and everything, he had, what, uh, he had 26 doubles. He had eight triples, with late, with, which led Major League Baseball. He had 46 home runs, 100 ribbies, 26 stolen bases, which is just how? Yeah, I, he just this guy just does it all. He's he throws with gas. He hits with power. Hits for average, and then runs as fast as he fucking can. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't either. I mean, to me, he's like the Steph Curry equivalent, but for baseball, and that he's like transcending the game. Yeah, Steph Curry literally changed the game, and I think yeah. Shohei might have the same impact. But so you're saying like after Shohei, we're going to be seeing more players that are doing like, you know, two-way shit. I, I think so. I mean, I think so too. he set the table. So it's just, I know this might be the thing like moving forward where you like, he kind of, you're, I, you know, I never thought about that. It's actually a great point. What the yeah. hell have you, have you been putting some thought into that or what? That's a great point. What yeah. happens if that, if like all of a sudden, like years down the line, like we have like 10 to 20 guys who are two-way players, like these incredible, like sick athletes that can do all these different things. I just don't think any of them would be as good as Shohei, though, because, like, no. obviously, either your pitching or your batting is going to stand out, like one or the other. But for him, he's just different. You know, he's just built different. So he's, he, he is built different. Out. That dude, his, his home runs, the, the way they sound off the bat, it's like, it's like it's thunder. It's like it's thunder. So beautiful. Yep. I just get bricked up about that stuff, man. It's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me too. Now nah, he's just, he, I, I do you think he's going to uh, win the MVP? Uh, he should. Yeah, I think. I think so. I think he deserves it. Um, obviously, Vladdy Guerrero. I know is that's tough. up there. 
with what he did, I mean, he's I insane as well. He's also um, respect player. to him, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I just think Shohei, you know, both sides of the ball, just no one yeah. else did that. So I know, I know he. That's the thing. If if you sh- if you have Shohei Otani's just his offensive numbers, he'd be top three for MVP. Like just given those. But he also pitched. I think that's what's insane. Yep. Like, like I, I I talk about him like all the time. I just can't talk about him enough i just don't think people realize how taxing doing both things is on your body it's crazy I know. the amount of stress and like you know just just work you have to do to make sure that your body's ready day in and day out is just insane yeah and the fact that he bats the days he pitches is also insane and he leads off on those days that's crazy i know it's you know just, shohei so yeah no so 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 overall like how do you think the season went for us do you think it was a disappointment do you think it was or do you think it was kind of neutral? Like we didn't really have any expectations and um, we're kind of uh, just getting ready for the next seasons to come. Yeah. I mean, it was low expectations to be honest. Obviously when Mike Trout got injured, Rendon yeah. got injured, it's like, what can you expect? You know, yeah, it's, yeah. they just don't have much there anymore. Um, and then some guys had to fill in and step up. So I think it was, I think it was a net positive to be honest. Like, we, do, we've, you know, playing almost 500 baseball um, is actually pretty good considering with those guys, they played 500 baseball last few seasons. So I think it was a net positive. I completely agree because if you look down the roster, just a bunch of randoms, like Justin Upton, he's pretty much worthless now. Uh, I hope they get yeah. rid of him in the offseason. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, Jack Mayfield, really good bench guy. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Captain Jack. The I Goose, I love the Goose. The goose. Phil Gosselin, he's great. Yep. Uh, can't stand Kurt Suzuki. I think he's ass. <laughs> I yeah, just think he's I mean, I think he's complete trash. He's like 38 years old playing catcher. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Your knees got to be hurting there, old man. And then uh, Max Stasi, great, obviously. Walsh, great. Um, Renjifo, I can't stand. I want him off the team. I think he's a horrible I player. I just yeah. I don't know what it is about his game. I just think he he swings for the fences and doesn't have the power for it. He's just so inconsistent. It's like yeah. it's honestly really frustrating. But yeah, he he does not play situational baseball very well. Like, no, he always he swings for the fences, you know, even if the bases are loaded and you just need yep. a hit to get a guy in, it's like he just does not understand situational baseball, and it's really frustrating as a fan. So. No, it's – it, and, you know, what's crazy is you look at his AAA numbers and he bats, like, 330 with, like, 20 home yeah. runs. It makes no sense. It's just one of those guys that's not going to transfer over to, to the major league stat lines. You know, it's weird how that happens. Yeah. Jared Walsh did, though, which is – because Jared Walsh did, was yeah. ripping it up down there for a while. Um, so, no, I, I agree with you. I don't think that it was a, a loss – I think it was a let me rephrase. I don't think it was a disappointing season. I just think it was a lost season. I think in this season, if we would have had Trout and Rendon, I think we would have challenged for a playoff spot. I think we would have been up there. And if we had one pitcher, just one, you know, just one. But so our, our bullpen was actually pretty decent this year. We've had I mean, yeah. we've had worse bullpens. We have a top five yeah. closer in Major League Baseball now, I think. Yes. Hopefully so, we will continue to have them. So that's definitely yeah, we'll, a topic we'll, we'll be talking we'll, about, I think. Well, actually, we can go into that right now. We can go into right, yeah. uh, what do you think the Angels' biggest uh, area for growth is in the offseason? Like, what do you think they should be doing to construct the team? Um, so I think uh, one of the priorities is extend Rizal Iglesias. Um, he's 100%. obviously going to command a big contract. Like, at first, the first few weeks of the season, I was, like, not on board with him at all. I actually – like, We were both in the same camp there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I sent you a couple of texts about it. I was like so pissed off that we got this guy. I was like, what is this guy doing? He but was then, trash. He had they, like six run runs yeah. or he had a six ERA in like the first month, bro. 
Yep. And then he just turned it around. And he yeah. honestly, arguably the best closer right now in the game. Yeah, uh, I think what he did. I think it's so. him and Kenley. Because Ken, okay, I got to give yep. Kenley his, his credit. Kenley was stupid in the postseason this year. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen him pitch better. Yep. He, like he added pitched a few like, pitches to his arsenal, and I did. think that really worked for him. So Yeah. It's it's those two. that Probably a couple other guys. Probably like uh, Mark Melanson was really good this year. Um, that one guy for the Braves that throws like underneath his kneecaps, that guy's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Can't think of his name, but no, no, I, 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 I know you're talking about though. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, so, so let, I actually have the, the free agent list uh, for some of the guys that are going to be free agents this off season. Let's, let's kind of go through it. We'll go through some of the main ones. Um, Rossi Iglesias, free agent. We got to sign him back. We, so, we, yeah. we, we need to get that closer in there. I know they're going to get that done. That's a deal that has to get done. Uh, Raziel has said that he wants to stay. He enjoys what's he, I think the players are excited. They, they see that something is being built. They're not sure what it is yet, but they can tell like Perry's done a great job of even in, have you been paying attention the last couple of weeks to all the coaching changes that have been going on? Yeah. Um, so uh, if you have a take on that, uh, that, that change, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's, I mean, he's serious. He's, he's all about business. He, he like actually wants to improve the, you know, the team. So I'm all for it. Oh, Perry. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he is not messing around. Like he, so the thing about him that I, I did some research on it, he comes from the Braves, right? So he was the right-hand man to the GM of the Braves and the GM of the Braves was at one point, the right-hand man to the GM of the Dodgers, who's Andrew Friedman. So we have somebody in that guise who's willing to do some money ball shit and get things figured out and put the right pieces in place. There's not many of those GMs in baseball. There's just not. So it's kind of interesting to finally have one that's willing to do the work necessary and to tell the owner to shut the fuck up. So that way we can get some arms in, in our rotation, in our bullpen. Um, it's just really exciting because I feel like for the first time in year, I, know, I mean, you and I, we get excited every single season because we're fans. We're fanatics. Yep. We're, we, we expect the best and get the worst, basically, every single season for the past six or seven seasons. Yep. But all of our 20s have been just trash in terms of baseball sense. Yep. But I feel like we're, we're going to make some changes. I think the finally Mike Trout's vocalizing that he wants to win, and I think that carries a lot of momentum. Honestly, them getting rid of Albert Pujols was, me, was a, a step in the right direction. I didn't think yep. they would ever get rid of him. Uh, neither, but he's finally off the books too. So they actually have money to sign somebody, which is I know. amazing. So. Three to four. He, they should have done it three to four years ago in all honesty, but I'll, yeah. I'll take it. You know, it's, how did you feel about that? By the way, like the whole them releasing him, were you, were you pro? Were you against, like, do you think they should have like been more respectful to him? Like, what do you think? I mean, like they had respect for him for so long, you know, they, they kept him on board for so long. It's like, if that's not respect, I don't know what is. At a certain point, you just have to, you know, turn over and uh, bring in better guys because he just yep. wasn't performing. So it's like, it is what it is. Um, yep. he, they had him a little too long, in my opinion. So I completely agree with you 100. percent I feel like the respect was given when he got that contract. After that, if you don't perform, you don't deserve much of anything. That's how I look yep. at it. But regardless if you're an all-time great or not, who gives a shit? You know. Yep, I agree. Uh, so let's go down some of these uh, these free agents. Uh, Dexter Fowler, free agent. See ya. Alex Cobb, I want him back. I don't know how you feel about Alex Cobb. I like Alex Cobb. I like him too. Uh, definitely I, want him back. Yep. Definitely want him back. I think he he's one of those guys that really wants to be here. Like he's mm-hmm. he. I've read interviews where he genuinely likes the culture that's in the Angels now. 
Um, he's really, he loves the young guys. He loves the staff. He loves obviously Shohei. So being a part of that, I think, and having like a veteran statesman for all of our young pitchers, I think would be huge. Next guy, Bundy. Do we roll the dice on the third season of Bundy? I don't know, man. Like what's with that guy? You know, he had such a he was an season. Ace. Then, yeah, I, know. Like, I thought he was our ace. And then I don't I know. know what happened this past season, but man, he turned into a terrible pitcher. I don't know. Wheels fell off. The Angels curse, I guess. I'm not sure. The Angels curse. Uh, Kurt Suzuki, he's 38, catcher. See ya. Yeah. Later, dude. Don't, yeah, don't sign him. <laughs> yeah, later. Uh, Juan Ligaris. Uh, it's probably, you know, just let him go, to be honest. I'll let him walk. Yeah, we got enough guys yeah. that could be a fourth outfielder. I don't really – I'm not too huge on him. Um, who else? Uh, Steve Ciszek? Mediocre. <laughs> uh, more so bad than mediocre, in my opinion, but – Yeah. I mean – if they sign him, that that's that's fine, but I think they should just let him walk. No, I, I completely agree. And I that's pretty much all the main names that are gonna be free agents. So yep. pretty much you're getting the same exact team. You know, a lot of our young guys are still under arbitration, still under team control, which is good because we have our because we're gonna have to pay Shohei soon. That contract is yep. looming. You know, you can't looming, let yep. you can't let him walk. You gotta sign him. You yep. know, give give the him. man the money he deserves. Yeah. Uh I, I would wait till next season though because his there's no way he has a second season as good as this one, there's just no way. But I mean, then I don't again, know, it's it's Shohei. So imagine yeah. with with Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon's protection like right behind him, they'll have to yeah. push to him. I know his numbers are even, even better, which is just crazy. But it's it's insane. No, it's it's uh I so uh I, I lost my train of thought right there. It happens from time to time. Um, okay, so. In the offseason, who do you think that the Angels should be looking at in terms of, like, free agents, possible trades? Like, what do you think we should be doing? Like, what's the first thing that you think of? So, I think definitely get an ace because they actually have the money now to do that. I think they have, yep. like, 50 mil to work with uh, yep. to meet last year's salary. Yep. So, the name that just comes to mind immediately is Max Scherzer. 100%. Yeah. Um, they just need they need that ace. They just haven't had that in forever. Obviously, Shohei, you could argue that he's an ace. Um, but they just haven't had that like ace pitcher in so long. No. Uh, What's, what was our last one? I mean, maybe Garrett Richards and like, yeah, when he was only fourteen. Santana, when he was, yeah, oh, maybe. you know what? I think it's Jared Weaver in like 2013, yeah. 2004. That's tough. That's a long time ago. That's tough. Yeah. Damn. Dylan Bundy yeah. was supposed to be. Um, yeah, he fell off how a he cliff, and then he—I don't know what happened there. He fell off a goddamn cliff. Yeah, he sure did. Jesus. Paul Bundy. <laughs> Tim so, Bundy. Yeah, yeah uh, Max Scherzer, uh, for sure. And then I think, obviously, extend Rizel. Yeah, for um, sure. Get a Give couple the money more arms. Yep. Yeah, get a couple more arms. You have some money to work with there. And then they got to figure out their shortstop situation. I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, They're not sure I think, either. I don't think Renahifo is the shortstop that you want. No. I just no. don't think he's it. So... I think he's there getting are, traded this offseason. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously big names uh, on the market for shortstops. I don't know that they want to spend the money for a shortstop, though. Um, I mean, how do you feel about that? What do you, what do you think they should do for a shortstop? I'm conflicted because there are some really good names shortstop-wise. Uh, I don't want Carlos Correa anywhere near this team. I don't um, either. I don't want him anywhere near this team. <laughs> I, I think he, our team. He'll, yeah, I don't, I don't want him. I think he's a piece of shit. Um, I don't want Javi Baez. Um, there's only two shortstops that I would really want in this class, and it's Trevor Story and it's Corey Seager because they're both okay. really good players. And Corey Seager is a great player. 
but I don't think the Dodgers let him walk. And I think if Seager goes anywhere, it'll be the Yankees. So I don't think either one of those options are on the table. So I actually have a, a different idea. Okay, so we have a guy in AAA. His name is Michael Plasenic or something like that. Let me let me look it up real quick, actually. Uh, okay. Michael Plasenic? Michael Plasenic? That doesn't sound right. It's Michael Stefanik. I was close. Michael Stefanik. Close enough, yeah. Okay, he was on AAA last year, and he's 25 years old, and he plays second base, Okay. These are his, his numbers last season. He hit 17 home runs, 63 RBIs. He only struck out 77 times, 26 doubles, had an average of 336. Okay. In three years in minor league baseball, he's hit 314. That's a name that we that's a name that we have to really remember. I have a feeling he's gonna be playing second base for us next year, which of course means David Fletcher to short. How do you feel about Fletcher at short? I mean, he can do it all, to be honest. Um, I'm not against that. I think that is definitely a route they can take. Um, obviously, Fletcher, though, is, like, supreme at the second base position. Oh, yeah. Just fielding-wise. Um, he's probably definitely elite at the shortstop position as well. But, um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think that's definitely an option they can go with because they just got, they got to figure out their shortstop situation. I don't, I don't know what's I going on there. I have a feeling it's going to be the option simply because we have two shortstop prospects in double uh, A right now, Jeremiah Jackson. And uh, I think the other guy's name is Errol Vera. Not uh, and they're and Jeremiah Jackson is going to be good or Ky- yeah. Kyron Paris. That's the other one. Kyron Paris. Um, they're both going to be good, but they're two, three years away. So I think what you do is you have Fletcher play uh, short. You keep an, an, a backup shortstop on the roster just in case, like, you know, as like a, a, a fifth outfielder or excuse me, a fifth infielder type thing. But I really do think this Stephanie guy is going to get some time. His his splits are great. He had an OPS of 901, you know, slugging of 493 for a second baseman with a really high average. Like, all we need now, we don't need guys to have a bunch of power on our roster. We have the power. We need guys that are going to get on base so that way our sluggers can hit them home. Guys like Fletcher, you know, guys like Stephanie's really good at that. Um, and then we we need a, a catcher that can get on base too, which I have a, I have a theory about catcher. If you want to hear my theory, what's your theory? Okay. Okay. This is, this is a good one. So obviously Suzuki's gone, right? Max Stasi is going to be there still. I think he's going to anchor our catching. They, so we didn't see a lot of Matt Feist last year. Okay. The reason why we did it, I, they moved back Matt Feist back into a catcher's role in AAA. He was a catcher in college, his first season. And then he became a first baseman because they realized that he's a really good hitter. But what I, when I look at the stats, when they moved him to catcher during uh, the AAA season this past season, his stats were actually better as a catcher than they were as a first baseman. So I have a feeling they're going to platoon Stasi and Thice at catcher next season. And I don't think – we need Thice's bat. He's got a good bat. Yeah. yeah. He's, He's a good hitter. For sure. There's just no yeah. room for him. That's the problem. That's Same true. with Ward. Ward's not bad either. There's just no room. I think maybe a trade is possible with those guys? Because yeah. I think they're I, I think they're proven somewhat. Um, I think so. Big, so. They've, they've been in the minors since 2015. Well, at least Ward has. I think yeah. Dice was drafted in 2016. Like, they're both 27 and 28. They're they're on their way out of being, you know, team controlled. I think that those guys will get traded. I think Renhefo will get traded. Um, I think Justin Upton's going to get traded. I'm not sure what it's going to take. It might take one of those prospects to send out so that way they take the money. I have a feeling yeah. that's in the cards, like a Renhefo and Upton trade together to go somewhere else and bring back, like, 
cash considerations or whatever else it might be, but Upton's days are gone. He's done. I think he knows it. We have a three-man outfield of Marsh, Adele, and Trout. Like, that's some serious speed, yep. you know? Uh, but what, what do you do? You think that they would put Dice at a catcher? Do you think that's an option? Because they our catching situation has kind of been revolving since Maldonado left. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely interesting. I didn't even really think about that too much. But, um, yeah, I think platooning him. Obviously, Max Saucy was always in the cards re-signing him. Yeah. He's going to be cheap, too, during will. this arbitration period. So, um definitely resign him he proved that he's an elite bat which the first season when he was with the angels i did not think he was at all but he turned that around i, I don't know what he did but he's completely different now and they definitely need to resign him he's also an elite uh defender too as uh as well oh he's so. a great catcher yeah that was one thing that drove me nuts about fucking Kurt suzuki this year he can't frame a pitch to save his life i know like he he, he just he, he's so lazy with his glove glove action like he's just like yeah. the ball's here and he's just like doesn't frame it. A lot of strikes like that just didn't get called strikes. Yeah, because he didn't he didn't hold it. Yep. Framing is like half the battle. And I know the pitching staff who got annoyed at that guy. They had to have, you know, you, yeah. literally this well, that and the fact that umpires just suck in general. Like it shouldn't matter where you're framing, but but it does. Because umpires are idiots. It absolutely does. Yep. Um, yeah, so we kind of hit some of the signings that we want to do, some of the trades. Uh, other than that, I think the core is strong. We just need to bring in, I believe, two strong veteran arms into our, our starting rotation to complement a lot of the young guys. And then you could use those young guys in the bullpen until they're ready. <clears throat> yep. You know, I, mean, I think I Scherzer's agree. in the cards. Though. They'll probably give him like three years, 90 million, something like that. Give him 30 million a year. Uh, we just, we need that veteran presence in, in the, uh, the rotation. We just don't have it. Like somebody, it, it, that type of mentality, it rubs off on the rest of the team, especially a team full of young it guys. Does. It does know? for sure. And, it, yep. and for a team that's been plagued with, God, Angels have been plagued with more shit than any other team, huh? I feel like every other it's, year it's someone curse, dies. I don't know. Yeah, it's a curse. I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, they've just been plagued with injuries and just weird stuff that's that's happened. I know. I don't, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I'm, I'm starting to wonder if they put Angel Stadium on an Indian burial ground or a Native American burial ground. Like, and it's like it haunting be. the shit out of the fucking people. Yeah, I mean, no I would idea. not. Yeah. <laughs> something's going know. on there i don't know what it is but something's going on so something's something's fishy something's fishy yeah something, something's definitely fishy all right so we kind of talked about the off season so now let's talk about next season 2022 what are our expectations for next season what what is for you like what do the angels need to do to be like okay we're we're good like it was a successful season uh to me it's playoffs or bust to be honest i just i don't know that they'll win the division just because the Astros, you know, are still there. I know. Uh, I know. The A's Those are still fuckers. solid. Uh, uh, the A's might not be as good. They, they just yeah, lost their manager. I mean, oh, yeah, that's true. That's they went to the Padres, true. and they're saying that, well, because Chapman's about to come up in arbitration. He's done. I think he's not out of team control, so they won't pay him. Matt Olson will be gone soon. They won't pay him. You okay. Know? Then, so I mean, may, the we Astros, might have a chance. Yeah. The Astros will still be there, though. Um, yeah, those, those fucks. But playoffs are bust, honestly. Like, there's no reason that team, barring injuries, um, assuming they sign some good arms, uh, yeah. there's no reason they can't win like 95 games. There's just absolutely no reason. And if they don't, then, you know, something else is amiss here because like their, their team is just way too good to I not be a 95 win team. I know it's, we weren't, we didn't even have like all of our guys this season. Like, honestly, we could have been way worse and we won 77 games, you know, going 77, yep. 85. It's not great. 
it's just barely below 500, but like it could have been worse. We didn't have our, we didn't have, our, we didn't have the best player in baseball. We didn't really have a, a strong rotation. We started probably, you know, 12 to 15 guys at starting pitcher throughout the course of the year. And we still won 77 games, you know? Yeah. We scored a ton of runs. We were one of the highest scoring run team, you know, one of the best batting average teams in baseball. And then the pitching was good the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we're that far off, but I agree with you. Like for, for me, it's gotta be playoffs or bust. Like when you have the big names like Shohei and Mike Trout being like, you know what? I want to be in the playoffs. I want to win. You know, we, we get us to where we can win. It kind of puts pressure on the organization as a whole. Like, okay, we got to get what these guys need. Otherwise they might walk or, you know, Trout might request a trade or, you know, Otani will just leave. And I, yeah. they want to appease the fan base, make sure the fan base is happy. We're all frustrated. We want pitching. We've been wanting pitching. So it's kind of just one of those things, you know? Yeah. And it's like a ticking time bomb because Trout, he, you know, he's 30 now. So it's like, how many more years of being Mike Trout is there really left? And it's, it's frustrating because his prime is like, he, he's probably towards the end of his prime, um, I know. Because, you know, of his age, but obviously he's, he's still in his prime. Yeah. It's just really frustrating because it's, it's like there so many wasted years in his prime. And it's, they got to do something. If you had to guess, what do you, how many more years do you think he has of being Mike Trout before? Like, he's just like a really good player, but he's not Mike Trout. You know what I mean? I think with him, he could be one of those players that at age 35 can still put up those numbers, but I agree. I mean, we'll see. It's, he's definitely towards like the latter end of what the prime usually is for baseball. So I just hope he has at least five more years in him. I, I give it five or six, like really, really solid elite Mike Trout years. And then after that, he'll still be like an amazing player, but he won't be the greatest player like we've ever seen type deal. Uh, but we've been spoiled, Albert man. Pools. Yeah. You no, know, he won't be. He'll never be Albert Pools. He'll never let Albert Pools just dropped off a cliff. <laughs> he dropped off. Well, you know why, right? I mean, if you've heard the podcast, I swear to God, yeah. the man's 55 years old. I have heard that, yes. Your, uh, your when, theory of his age, yep. I, I swear to God, Kyle, because he came in and fucking, it was 2001, and he was supposed to be like 20. That dude looked like he was 40. Yeah, there's no way that guy was 20. That dude had like... No. 40 year old man scruff. I, I don't it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like he was the fucking guy from bench warmers. I am 12, you know, yep. like gave the, gave the umpire like a $50 bill. He's like, yeah, he's got documentation. It's like that whole thing. Stupid. Absolutely ridiculous. You, you, might, you might be right. I don't know. I, I think I am. I'm going to, I'm going to call him. I got him on speed dial. He's probably, probably, probably hates, probably hates the podcast. So I got to make sure I call him. Um, okay. This is kind of a fun one for me. What are your expectations for Rendon next year? Cause he hasn't given us anything in two years so far. Literally nothing. And he was a top 10 player. Yeah, former MVP. Um, I think he just – he has to get back to, like, 2019 Rendon. Like, there's no reason he can't. He's still, you know, only 30 – like, same – he might be 31, but same – around yeah. the same age as Mike Trout. Yeah. Um, so, he's still, you know, in his prime, and that's why they paid him. You know, they paid <laughs> him to produce, and unfortunately, he's been Albert Pujols-esque the last couple of years. Um Obviously got injured, so yeah. you know, that you know that just and it was his hip too. I give him that hip yeah. injuries in baseball. It's all torque in your midsection, like that's got to kill. Yep. So, know, so you know, I, I'll give him that. Hopefully, when he's healthy, he'll be back to being Rendon. That's what the Angels need. So, I just need him to hit about two seventy to two ninety. You know, give me about twenty five home runs. You know, eighty to ninety five RBIs, and I'll be good with that. Yep. That's it. I agree, and that's all. That's all I need. And then when you have Trout and you have Walsh and you have uh, Otani, 
and then a full season of Adele and Marsh, like, dude, we're, we'll be fine. Like we'll figure yeah. out the rest, you know, like that's a solid fucking lineup. That's a lot of speed. It's a lot of energy. Like yep. it's, and he, we just need him to get it on base. That's it. But I, I think he'll be better. Yeah. I mean, he should be, uh, especially with the guys around him, he'll get better pitches to hit. So yeah. like, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually has better numbers than his MVP season. I don't see why he can't. So. I, I don't see why he can't do that. He should be able to. Um, okay, so young pitching. So who do you think out of all the young guys that we saw this year is going to be the main best young guy like that can slot in as like our number three or number two starter next year? Like who, do, who did you like the most? Who do you have the most like, well, I think that he can do that shit. Like I think he's got it in him type deal. Yeah, so I don't know if Reed Detmers is ready to be that guy yet, but I think – give him maybe a season or so. And I think he is that guy. Um, he had a, some, a couple bad games, but he was also playing against really good teams. I think. Oh my God. Talk innings. about that. Those free, those three first starts were Astros, A's yeah. and like Red Sox. Yeah. So, I mean, crazy. Like, he was just thrown, you know, yeah. thrown into the wolves. So it's like, like, you know, being that young, it's, it's tough to just be in that situation. So I can mm-hmm. understand why he didn't pitch that well, but I think overall he showed that he has really good stuff. And I think, he definitely can be that player, you know, in a year or so. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure about Griffin Canning yet. I'm still trying to, like, work my way mentally through what's going on with him because, like, he was supposed to be, you know, that, that ace-type player, and I just haven't seen it yet. I hope – hopefully he has a breakthrough season, but but we'll see. I feel like Canning is going to be a bullpen guy. I think he lost all of his stuff. He lost confidence somewhere because he won the gold glove in 2020, which is weird. Like, yeah. that's just weird. But like he he had no command. I'm not sure who was worse this year, him or Andrew Heaney. Like I really I really don't fucking know. Like you know what I mean? Like it, like they were pretty. Like if those guys were so trash. The Astros were banging on them to, to signal pitches. Like they were that bad. Like, yep. uh, I mean, but, Andrew Heaney had like memes after him. So I don't. I don't oh think my god, get that bad. That that's his just first, like bottom of the barrel. His first game, he gave up four home runs. Like I know. Then they DFA'd him before the playoffs start, and we got yep. two free pitchers. Basically, it's great. Yep. That's great. No, so I completely agree on your Reed Detmers thing. I think that he reminds me a lot of Grinky. Not not because yeah. not in how he pitches, but it's his his presence on the mound and the fact that it doesn't look like anything bothers him. And I think sure. as a pitcher, I think that's like one of the most important things you can have to be cool, calm, and collected. Cause like even I watched both those games his first few starts, and even though like he gave up a bunch of runs, like he was doing some really good shit up on the mound. Like he got out of a couple really good jams that a lot of pitchers normally would after having already gave up three runs that inning, like, and you know, your adrenaline's like super high and it's your first start. And I thought he got out of those jams pretty well, given the fact that he had, he put himself in there and he was trying to figure it out on the fly, basically being an MLB player, you know, he was only a year and a half removed from being at Louisville. So it's, it's a, it's a big shock and to, you know, pitch for a team that, you don't know is going to win games anyways, given that the angels were so, you know, not great last year. I thought he, his presence was, was exciting to watch. Cause that, you know, once he gets the skill behind him and having that already presence on the mound, dude, he's going to be pretty unbeatable. You know, I really do see that like a rich Hill type guy. And rich Hill was throwing some crazy curves, you know? Yep. I agree. He definitely has the stuff for it. So he's got the stuff. See how it pans out next couple of years, but yeah. Definitely, definitely a, a good player, I think, in the making. Oh, yeah. Okay, so now let's get into what we think the lineup's going to look like next year. Like, go ahead, just give out your craziest lineup scenarios that you think are going to happen. 
So like one through nine batting order? Or one through nine. Or... Yeah, one through nine. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to lead off like Fletcher or Otani. Um, one of those two guys, they might throw Trout uh, too. Although I do, I don't understand. I don't quite understand the analytics behind that. Um, I don't know if I'm just an idiot or what, but I don't understand why they always throw like the best player at number two. Um, I think they get like more at bats. Number three. Yeah, I guess they do get the extra at bat sometimes, but the only like, reason they have... do that though is they so they it only works though if your nine hitter is really fast and a decent hitter. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Because it's like having three number three hit. It's like having two number three hitters. I think that's the only purpose of doing it. Yep. So, um, but I don't know. I don't know. But I agree with you. I think your best hitter should normally be three. Yeah, but I think they'll have Trout too. Um, yeah. I think. Uh, probably Rendon three, um, Walsh four, Jesus, um, and then I think five through God, nine is kind of like a toss up. Yeah, I think they can kind of mix and match just God, based on that's matchup, fucking so. potent. That's potent. Yeah. That's scary. I mean, yeah, one through four. Oh, and then Fletcher. So Fletcher's yeah. one. You might have Otani after uh, Walsh or before Walsh, and that I mean that's just scary. Honestly, Dude, that's a lot of offense. That's a lot of offense. Yeah. That's a lot off, and then you know Adele and Marsh in there, and then whoever the catcher mm-hmm. might be. It doesn't even matter at this point. And then whoever's playing second base. Yep, dude, that's he's a good hitter too. He's proven he is. that. So and then if you have Mayfield and uh, the goose on the bench, two solid bench options. Mm-hmm. The goose. Yep. I just love the nickname. The goose. The goose. And Captain they need Jack. to sign him. They need oh, to sign yeah, you him gotta, too. I think you got to sign the goose. Yeah, he's under arbitration, but I think obviously he's going to be cheap and yeah. you know, just resign oh, yeah. him. He he proved that he's a good player. So he's a good player, that. solid hitter, great against lefties. Hit like three hundred yeah. against lefties. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, damn. All right, so kind of we're kind of getting towards the end do you have any like final thoughts uh for the angels like uh for next season or just in general like things you you really really want to see uh things you're excited about like anything like that so i'm excited to finally see all their offense come together i feel like we never really saw like the whole rendon and trout thing i feel like there it was always just a miss like they never really like played at the same yep. time and then obviously show show as well yeah um so i'm With excited Walsh, to see that because we haven't seen any With, of that yeah with Walsh as well. So I'm excited yeah. to finally see, hopefully they all just stay healthy. I'm mm-hmm. excited to finally see all of them in the lineup together. Um, yep. And then I'm excited to see what they do as far as pitching in the off season. They have some money to spend. So hopefully they sign an ace, you know, Scherzer, like please sign Super oh, Scherzer. Yeah, please extend Rizel. And I think, I think they'll be good to go, to be honest. I agree. I, it's just, it's going to be fun to watch. Like where I, I genuinely think we're going to win over 90 games next season. Like I, mean, I think they better, I, they better. Yeah. <laughs> We, I think we have to. It's only you only have to win 13 more games. That's it. Yeah. Trout's good for he's usually a 10 war. So that's 10 games right there. Yep. Usually Rendon's good for you know four to five war. It's for, that's four or five games. A total of like 15, yep. 14 games. We should be winning 93 games minimum next year. Yep. That's my hot take. Yep. I think somewhere in that range. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they win hundred if everything just kind of falls into place and they do sign an ace like Scherzer. I would not be surprised if, if they become a 101 team. They have, there's no reason why they can't, in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> All right. Man, you I mean, it's only, it's only five games. It's only five games away from the 95. Man, so, you know, you're like any Dodger in, during an at bat, you're swinging for the fences. Yep. <laughs> you have to. I mean, the Angels, like, Fuck. it's been so frustrating. I think next year is finally their year. I think, they, I think so too. They'll finally break through. And then I think that it's going to be sustained for a couple of years to come. I think we'll be good for about four or five years um, during Trout's the rest of his, you know, as we predict his, his run here, you know, 
So I, I am very excited for the season. I just can't wait for it to come. Do, do you, are we going to spring training this year? We got to go for one weekend at least, right? We have to. I mean, yeah, we got to go for one weekend. Yeah, it'll be fun. We can we can even fly out there if you want. And oh, dude. Fun. Oh, yeah. Like we did for your bachelor party. That was great. Oh, yeah. That's oh, well, I flew. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, no, you <laughs> flew too, didn't you? Uh, did I fly? Oh, you drove. I don't. And you, no, you flew. You took fun I don't too. remember. Oh, yeah. I, I, I flew, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you flew. I you flew. Yep. Um, cool. Awesome. This, man, this was fun. How, how do you feel? You feel good? I feel good. That was, yeah. was a lot of fun to talk about uh, the Angels for sure. All right. Yep. So the plan, the plan is uh, for Kyle and I to do a lot more angels talk during the course of next season. Um, we'll probably do another podcast right before the beginning of the season to kind of talk about the off season moves, talk about the outlook, talk about the roster. That'll be fun. Um, that'll probably be a shorter pod. So you probably like 20, 30 minutes. This was just kind of like an all encompassing, like come to Jesus moment with our angels. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Kyle, any last words? I mean, go angels. I think, <laughs> was that a like, question <laughs> playoff playoff or bust you know yeah, like bust, they, yeah. like if they don't make playoffs next season then un- unfortunately it might unravel so i just have very high expectations for them but of course i'm cautiously optimistic because it's the angels yeah so. i i think a new sheriff's in town though i think perry's a new sheriff yeah. and he's he's uh he's out to clean house and get all the outlaws out of there i think he's really doing some good shit so it's yep. gonna be exciting but uh, Kyle, thanks for joining me, my man. Uh, look forward to yep. doing more pause about the angels and whatever the hell else you want to talk about. Um, yeah. Thanks brother. Yeah. No problem. It was fun, All right, man. All right, man. All right. Bye.